Welcome back to the Electrify podcast, brought to you by the creators of Electrify Expo, North America's largest EV festival coming to a major city near you. Welcome to the Electrify News Podcast, brought to you by the creators of Electrify Expo, America's largest e-mobility festival coming to five major cities in 2022. All right, welcome back to another edition of Electrify News. I don't know if you caught that change in branding there at the beginning, but I am here, Joe Boris, as ever, with Chris tomorrow. And uh, Chris, apparently there was uh, some big football game this weekend. Uh Football as in the European uh, ground uh, kicking premier premier league. Yeah, isn't uh, that no, like David Beckham or something like that? Yeah, no, I don't know. I heard it was the uh, the season finale, and you know all the fans got really the, the the fandom got really big into the cosplay. They all had a big convention. It was you know, I, I heard that a lot of people just don't care. <laughs> <laughs> well let's uh let's talk about it so obviously the super bowl the big game or whatever we're supposed to call it to avoid uh legal hassles the um, superb owl that's, the that's superb owl the superb owl the superb owl show uh they have become very famous for the commercials in the last 20 30 years and uh this year was really interesting because we had a polestar commercial we had a kia ev6 commercial we had an electric chevy commercial so all that stuff pretty expected but i think what was really interesting is when those commercials were on the air tesla who did not have a commercial who has never had a commercial saw spikes in search traffic i mean talk about cutting your own nose off could you imagine you're in charge of the advertising campaign over there at gm and you spent 65 million dollars on an ad so that tesla could get more traffic (laughs) yeah well it's it's just kind of like it's one of those things that doesn't make sense but it makes sense does that make sense you know what i mean like if someone goes online during that commercial and they type in electric cars, they're probably going to see Tesla. Right. Exactly. And Tesla is the electric car and it will forever be the electric car. Like no matter what anybody else ever does, Tesla is always going to be the electric car. And so it kind of just makes sense, you know, that people, and I would, I would genuinely be interested to actually dig into those, into those numbers. Is it, Oh, okay. You know, Tes- searches for Tesla, you know, went up, or was it searches for Tesla comparing the Kia EV6 went up? You know, how does it compare? Yeah. You know, that's that's the devil in the details sort of thing that you know maybe sometimes gets lost in translation. Yeah, but that's real journalism. We're doing a podcast. Right, right, right. Uh, <laughs> of course. How could I forget? How, How could we forget? forget? So um, speaking of somewhat real journalism, uh, I was looking at the, uh, you know, the Harley disclosures here for the financials. And apparently when it comes to the Livewire brand, which encompasses all of their electric stuff, uh, all of their electric stuff. Yeah. So more than 50% of their revenue for Livewire came from the kids bikes, the little Stasic balance bikes. I, and that, I, that's how, how, do, how do you, how do you, how do you discuss this? How do you even talk about this? Right. Because this is one of those things. It's like you try on one hand, Hey, it's kind of cool. Right. Like electric vehicles, but also it's literally children's like toys are making up the famed Harley Davidson, you know, <laughs> brand. Well, like, first of all, it's not Harley Davidson. It's Livewire, which okay, okay, so it's, My, so it's the yeah, electrified. Yeah. So that's number one. But I think that this is a very interesting kind of thing to look at, right? Because we knew 
the live wire was not going to appeal to Harley traditionalists, right? They, right. they like the term, they use the term core buyer, right? So the core Harley buyer is that like boomer elder gen x guy in his early 50s who's like God, the gen x guys right <laughs> yeah you know but the, it's the, you know they're the empty nesters their kids are a little bit older they're you know they're getting into that and honestly i think that that's kind of who is going to be doing that that's who's going to buy a thirty thousand dollar motorcycle right 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 but this makes a lot of sense to me because the live wire was never going to get those guys it was designed to appeal to a different mm-hmm. market and that market really couldn't get over the association with the Harley brand. But now we're talking about young kids and we're talking about getting them hooked real early. I mean, if you were six years old or eight years old and you got a Harley Davidson electric balance bike and you were riding this thing all over your neighborhood and you were the coolest kid in town and all your other kids wanted to look at it, like you're thinking of buying a Harley when you're 25 years old. Well, you know what? Actually, that's a really good point. And you know what? I come come back and think of, I think about the uh, the Barbie Jeeps, Power Wheels, the Power the Wheel Bar- Barbie <laughs> Jeeps. Tell me, tell me, tell me that doesn't work though. Because at the end of the day, Jeep as a brand has absolutely exploded. And if we go back, say, 25 30 years those same kids that were driving around the little barbie power wheel jeeps are now you know the adults that are buying themselves uh you know grown-up power wheels <laughs> and that's so so it, true and is so it that upsetting. though it's not upsetting it's a thing But you know what? That's exactly what these car manufacturers want. That's why they get into this market. That's why Tesla and, uh, you know, that's why Tesla made with Radio Flyer that little Model S specifically for this reason, where the kids, their whole lives are exposed to the brand and that real kind of cradle to grave sort of. Yep exposure that like they're always in a test because it really does it really does stick around it's silly to think about and you know it's kind of mind-blowing because i never put it together right i always wanted a power wheels i always wanted and then you know i grew up to be a jeep lover and you know i never had the power wheels but i always wanted one always always wanted one just to be clear for everyone listening at home chris desperately wanted a barbie power wheel jeep I I listen. It's 2022, man. Like, it's 2022. There's no shame in that. There's no I shame. Just, I just feel like there should be. Uh, <laughs> not because of who you love, but because. Listen, of when who are we getting love. the electric? When are we getting the ele- all electric Wrangler? That's what I want to talk about. Okay, the but... all electric Wrangler is definitely coming. I myself, I'm really looking forward to an electric Corvette. Um, oh yeah. But but that's because I wanted the Barbie Corvette. Well, there you go. See, it all adds up. It all adds Barbie up. Had, Barbie had sweet rides, man. So the upcoming F-150 Lightning from uh, our good friends at Ford who have been showering us with automobiles to drive the last couple of weeks. Um, Ford has released the app for the F-150 Lightning. Obviously, nobody has their Lightning yet. But one of the things that you can see on this app is that you can kind of remote control your car from your phone. So like, you have your F-150 Lightning. It's stuck in a parking lot. Somebody parks real close to you. You can't open the door. With the phone, you can have the, the car actually come out of the parking space so you can get into it. You can, like, summon it to yourself. Isn't this something that Tesla's had for, like, ever? Tesla's had it. Volvo has it. But it's a new feature for Ford. And I think it's okay. 
a new feature for the I mean the mainstream vehicle is the Ford F one fifty. Like if yes. you just had just the Ford F one fifty outsells BMW, Mercedes, Volkswagen, like just that one model outsells so many other car brands, right? Like you have to take Volvo, Jaguar, Land Rover, uh, you know, Mini Cooper, combine them all. And that's still not as many F-series trucks as Ford sells in one year, right? So this is a big deal. So we're talking about technology that previously was in a six-figure Tesla or, you know, an XC90 Volvo top of the line. This has gone now into the most mainstream vehicle you can possibly that exists, have. right? That yeah. exists, exactly right. Uh, and what's really interesting, this actually got leaked by a Mac site, uh, nine to five Mac really, uh, really called this out. And then uh, it ended up getting published on electric, which is one of those uh, similar properties, but uh, really clever stuff. I think Ford's going to be making a lot of impressions with this. I mean, just think about it. You're pulling up to Walmart, you know, maybe let's face it. We're Americans. We're all a little bit heavier, a little bit chonky. Someone pulls up right next to you. This is, this is a much better way to go than, than just as like the padded strip of rubber on the end of your door. You know what I mean? Like this is, this is going to be good stuff. This is going to be good stuff. And, you know, I, I think it's cool. And uh, you know what? I think at the end of the day, electric vehicles are just, it's more than about just being electric now. They really are the future, right? They're bringing all the yeah. cool, futuristic kind of things to the table. And that's just cool, man. This is exciting. Like, uh, it, you know, it, I was talking to someone about this, uh, a woman named Jen Horsey that worked with us at Electrify Expo briefly. I don't know if you remember her. Um, she did some robo race stuff. And she was talking about that for all this autonomous technology, all of this, you know, self-driving stuff that really hybrids and particularly EVs made that possible because the standard automotive electrical system that was a 12 volt runoff and alternator, it didn't have enough juice to power these processors, to power these sensors. So like this stuff really wasn't possible the way it is now before EVs. So not only not only are EVs the future in how we get around, but it's the future of what we do while we're getting around, right? Like some of these EVs, you know, with the full self-driving, you're doing work, you're reading a book, you're hanging out, you're like kind of barely paying attention. It's well, well now, and that's kind of the scary thought, right? Do we need people paying less attention on the road? And yet at the oh, same I, time, yes. I, <laughs> But at I'll the same you. time, I, well, what I would say though is like with the, what I always argue with people with the like the self-driving cars, for example, is that quite simply, it doesn't need to be perfect. It just needs to be better, better than the very, very, very low bar that we have set for ourselves today. That's exactly right. It doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to be better. And when you consider the fact that like w when I'm driving in traffic, I'm driving around Chicago. I'm on 290 or whatever. There's a quite a lot of people looking at their phones when they should be looking at the road. I would like to have, even if they're digital robot eyes, I would like to have a second set of eyes on the road. That would be the or way. at least at least one, right? Because right now, if you're driving yourself and you're checking your phone or yelling at your kids or messing with the radio, you've got no eyes on the road. I think just having you know, the self-driving feature, even if it's just a backup, I think is going to make things a lot better for us. It's going to be awesome. It really is. I think it's just, you know, people are just going to have to get used to the idea. It'll be fine. 
it'll, it'll be, be fine. fine. So uh, <laughs> they're doing a great job. Doing a great job. <laughs> so uh, last thing I want to talk about, you know, Rivian, when they came out with their electric pickup and they had that slide out camp kitchen that goes in that spot under the seats, everybody was like blown away by that, right? Like yeah, you're going to get right, to the right. campsite. You're going to pull this thing oh, out. Oh, it's amazing. It's so it's cool. It's so cool. But it, it does, is pretty cool. It, it is, is pretty cool. cool. But pretty cool. I was thinking about this over the weekend, right? Because we had that, you know, that superb owl event right and i was thinking imagine everybody who bought a rivian because they saw that and went "Ooh, that'd be a cool tailgate party suddenly we get to the stadium and go oh i can't tailgate with this because it goes into the other parking space yeah 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 all of a sudden it's like not like like camping yes (laughs) (laughs) exactly well interestingly enough we've been talking about the volkswagen id buzz now for a couple of shows and i think that's because you know we're both we're both hippies that were born too late uh volkswagen yourself (laughs) (laughs) i'm kidding i'm kidding (laughs) you weren't born too late i got it Wait, was that an old joke? No, I'm just kidding. I, I, I already forgot. We're it. doing a great job. We're going to, but We're no, really, the, the ID buzz, right? The, the ID Volkswagen buzz. ID buzz. So many words. The Volkswagen ID buzz. So this is their electric camper van or their electric van, but now there is a camper accessory. There's a module that goes in the back of the because van. Because of course there is. Of course there is. And it has a gas stove. It's got a plug in cooler. It's got a little sink. It's got a table that folds out. And it's actually got a uh, a little two person bed that you know you fold down the rear seats and it folds of out course. the sleeping surface. It's a European and- bed. Let's be clear, you're not fit to full size Americans on that bed. No, 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 no. But you know, like college kids, there, there's going to be a lot of uh, there's whatever comes after the Zennials, they're going to be conceived in this van. There, what is? <laughs> the damn. I got nothing. You got nothing. I got, huh? it. I got nothing. I got nothing. Whatever either. comes after the Zennials. Like we're running out of letters, man. We're running out of letters here. Well, now we're going to, yeah. We're going to start doing Delta variant. No, of the, stop uh, it. The Omicron. Generation Omicron. I hate Might it. as well. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. But no, this is, this is actually really cool. This is good. Getting back to that whole idea of, I mean, look at it. It even has like, you know, you got the water cooler, you got the little stove. It's everything. You know, the tiny house thing, that fad kind of didn't last too long for reasons. For reasons. And I think that this is not going to last too long for reasons. But the idea that, you know, we can go out as a family and enjoy nature and enjoy each other. Yeah. No, I think that's not going to go away. I think that's if this is always going to gonna find, be a thing, right? Yeah. If you had to find a silver lining of the pandemic, it is that we figured out how to entertain ourselves without constantly going out and spending money on crazy stuff. And the idea that, you know, we can get out into nature and, and kind of spend time with each other and go fishing and stuff. Ugh. I think it's nice to have that back. I know they're just, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> it's It's great. It's great. It really is nice to have that back. Right. It really is. And I guess it's just this whole idea of the Volkswagen bus, the, the, the it's back. It's back, right? It's back, right? It's exactly that's the one what you they remember, want us to feel. That's, that's what, what they I want they, they, and I feel it. I do feel it. And you know, it really. Again, I've just become so jaded with the idea that, like, oh, it's really back. It's like, okay, sure, Volkswagen, but no, it really years. is. It it's really been is. Twenty years. I've been talking. Honestly, about this is this. 
this is probably the electric vehicle I'm most excited about these days. And I genuinely, <laughs> I, genuinely I, truly mean, I genuinely truly mean that. Okay. But no, I, I'm genuinely excited about the, the ID Buzz as well. And I think, you know, for a lot of us that had one of these or grew up around one of these vans. Or just grew up wanting one. You know, just grew up wanting one. So, but I want to kind of take a, one last thing before we, uh, you know, before we sign off. I had a really cool experience this last week. Uh, I, as you might know, Radio Flyer, who uh, we talked about them a little bit earlier, they make the uh, Tesla ride on the Tesla. I don't want to call it a Power Wheels, right? Because that's a competing brand, but they make Tesla's ride on Model S. Well, they're also making a kid's version of the Cyberquad, which is that ATV that Tesla showed off as a concept. And this is for a bigger, bit bigger kids, kind of like eight to 12 range. You know, it's got a 10 mile an hour top speed. It's got rubber tires. It really moves. And they invited us out uh, to the factory. And I think we were the first person or the first group to ride it. Uh, I got my daughter out there. She's eight years old. She was riding the thing and she had a really good time with it. And those guys really rolled out the red carpet for us. I did an article for it on Clean Technica. So definitely check that out. And, uh, you know, if you've got uh, a couple thousand dollars sitting around, not sure what to buy your kids, this is certainly something you could tell you could buy this is this is certainly a thing <laughs> this is certainly you know it, it's a really interesting thing right because 1900 and you think well it's pretty pricey but i mean that's what these little tiny atvs that you buy your kids go for you know that's what these if you bought your kid a crf 50 mini bike it's about two grand and this is something that's right in that range. You don't have to mess with gasoline. You don't have to worry about your kids getting burned on the exhaust pipes or anything like that. It just kind of goes around. And, uh, you know, you can, with your with the controls on here, you can set the top speed. You can very quickly change the battery if you need to. And it's a, it's a cool thing, man. I mean, you know, if, if we were uh, up in Wisconsin or out in the, uh, you know, outside of the suburbs where there was acres of land, I, I think I would definitely get one of these for the kids. This thing's awesome. I mean, who wouldn't want one of these as a kid for your kid? It just kind of, I want one. I want one. <laughs> I'm too big. You think they're ever going to make it? Do they make an adult version of the summer quad yet? Or is it just for the kiddies? I don't think they're, I don't think, don't they're, think gonna they're ever going to do it. Yeah. It's just kind of one of those things. Well, here's the thing that's interesting, right? So as a motorcycle guy, I've always felt that the quads and the ATVs are much more dangerous than dirt bikes, because if I flip oh, a quad, yeah. I'm stuck underneath it. I'm done, right? I can't lift that thing. Where if I fall off a motorcycle, I just get up, pick up the motorcycle and keep going. Um, but I think, you know, Elon has said that he had a, a bad motorcycle accident or experienced a bad motorcycle accident when he was young in South Africa. And for that reason, he would never do a motorcycle. So I oh, find up. it... I know. I find it a little interesting that uh, he would do a quad and not a motorcycle, but I think at the end of the day, he's he's just kind of afraid of falling over on the bike. You know what, though? Give the people what they want, okay? You Give know, uh, uh, I, I get it, but also I'm kind of, you know, grow up. <laughs> grow up. Grow up, Elon. Stop you know what, coming. dude? If If I had his money and someone told me to grow up, I would say no. True, true. I mean, he can literally, <laughs> he can literally be like, ah, no. To anything, like to it. anyone, like he tells the U.S. government no, you know. <laughs> yeah. I will say this. I, so, so one last thing, and I, I'm not a hundred percent sure on this. It hasn't been confirmed. It's a little bit early to talk about, but I don't know if you remember. He got into this 
kind of uh, measurement war on Twitter with somebody towards the end of last year about ending world hunger would cost $6 billion. Mm-hmm. And he said, if that's really true, I'll donate the money. I'll put it up right now. Show me the plan. Yeah. Uh, it looks like he may be following through with that. He recently really? uh, gave $5.7 billion worth of Tesla stock to uh, a number of charities and they are going to be able to liquidate that stock and come up and you know follow through with the plan that they presented to elon so we'll see what happens and um that's actually very reasonable and um you know man he's such a he's such an interesting dude and it's i never know what to think of him anymore you know i think that's the best way end of the day he's still you know whatever many billions he has he's still a human being and human beings are complicated the very absolute worst human beings in the world cannot be evil 24 hours a day and the very absolute best people in the world can't be saints 24 hours a day they're gonna have good and bad and you know we don't get to see everything that goes on in there but you know there's a lot of billionaires in the world there's a lot of you know michael bloomberg's and you know i not that i think donald trump actually has a billion dollars but he claims to uh you know there's a lot of people in the world that have a ton of money and they don't do stuff like this they're not fixing the water in flint they're not you know buying rice for the homeless Uh so the fact that we got somebody doing something i think is better than absolutely absolutely and at the end of the day Elon really did move the whole electric vehicle movement forward. We would not be taught. We would not be here today. We would not Absolutely. have an electric It is crazy. It is crazy. It, it really genuinely is a crazy thing to think about. But, you know, it's we wouldn't have this job, would we? Uh, <laughs> no, we would not. But, uh, and, you know, last thing, uh, you know, my kid wouldn't have this thing on our Christmas list if it wasn't for Elon. So good there on him. Know. And uh, I think we got a show. I think we got a show. <laughs> All right. Tune in next week, guys. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Electrify News Podcast, brought to you by the Electrify Expo, coming to five major cities in 2022. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for all the latest in e-mobility news and updates. Thanks for listening to the Electrify Podcast, brought to you by the creators of Electrify Expo. Be sure to catch full video episodes on YouTube at Electrify TV. And Follow along on social media for daily clips and more.